Our friends at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add backcountry campsites to their public map. The good news is that you can add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. Looking at their map, you'll see that they've finished entering named campsites in the U.S. That, that's pretty sweet. They'd really appreciate your help with entering dispersed backcountry tent sites in forests and wilderness areas across the country. The more remote and obscure, the better. To get started, head over to artofthetrek.com. Turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best adventures possible. All right, everybody. Yeah. Sorry. So, so back, back, right, we're good. We're golden. Back now. to the topic. All so, right, so you can so fly a MiG-29. Can, can you fly a MiG-29? I don't think it's going to be that hard. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're, if you can fly a plane, you can fly. I mean, you're, that, that's um, the thing. Is, you're a chopper pilot, right? Or no? Were you no, fixed wing? No, I was a... Uh, I was a fixed wing, yeah. Do you like how I slipped that flying term in there? Fixed wing? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, well we're going well well to talk about backpacking, but what did you fly? I don't know if we covered this in our last podcast. Yeah, so I flew, I, I learned to fly prior to going, well, I was in the military, but I wasn't being paid to fly. Uh, started on a uh, Piper Cherokee. Oh, okay. Flew some Cessnas, flew a uh, Trinidad TB20 for a little while. And then that, I got my uh, retractable gear and high performance on that and then went and got my instrument and then got picked up to fly for the military, for the uh, Air Force and learned to fly on the uh, the Tweet. What's the and then, the, the Tweet? Yeah, it's it's a uh, uh, T-30. T-38? T-32. Oh, Is that a jet? Is that like a jet? T- You're really loud. Sorry, it is. It's a good. jet, it, but it's uh, it's the crappiest jet ever <laughs> known. It's the trainer, right? It's the trainer, right? Yeah, it's the trainer. It was a side by side trainer that they they did away with, and so after I got done flying, uh, I, I went and flew AWACS after that. Okay. And after flying AWACS, I went back to to training, and was an instructor pilot on the T six, which replaced the uh, the Tweet, and that was a lot. Of, that plane was a ton of fun. A lot of horsepower. Not much, not much weight, and so uh, you know, I was the guy that that never wanted to do anything that was that was fighter related, the formation flight, the the aerobatics. But those turned out to be the things that I love doing the most, which is kind of ironic. What's what's the like highest performance aircraft you've flown? Uh, I flew in the B one, which I, I would say that that one's probably wait, yeah, the the bomber, the stealth bomber, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's the B two. Oh, okay. B one is the one that has the sweep wings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's like really. Yeah. So you could I feel like that's classic. You could fly a MiG twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. I uh, on TikTok, I get all these like TikToks. So there's like a lot of Americans. I mean, what I don't know what a lot is, but that are going over. They're like in oh, Poland yeah. right now, and they're like, yeah, no, I I know people that. Do you that really? Yeah, I I know people that quit their jobs that. Um, I actually worked with a couple of guys that used to be like Marine snipers that have, uh, decided they were picking a gun back up and going over. Really? Like, oh. Yeah. 20 years out of the military and they're, they're going to go back and what would start it, head hunting what, again. What would it take for old, you could have a third channel, Spurgiver's Ukraine crisis. It's good content. <laughs> I was, uh, I just, I saw that and I was like, wow. And then I thought it was like a, a, just a few people, but there's like a lot of, and not just Americans, right? There's like a lot of right. like people going over there. 
uh, that, you know, aren't Ukrainian. I'm like, wow, that's a, hey, man, our government's not going to send people, so they'll just go willingly. And we're not. Uh, I've seen some ex-military uh, British guys that are going over too. some SAS guys. Was there even a millisecond in your existence where you thought, oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what if they needed pilots? Yeah, the ghost of Kiev turned out to be <laughs> fake. <laughs> we're like, we're like is that MacGyver? <laughs> his MiG-29? Nope. Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, so, okay, all right. <laughs> We, I, it was funny, Andy. Um, I, I, uh, I baptized Andy in Spagiver's garage before uh, this live stream. I was like, "Have you seen gotcha. his super videos?" He's like, "Yeah," but I was like, "Have you seen the, the channel?" He's like, "No." And so he was binging uh, Spagiver's garage like right before we went live. You know, I, I, I've been working on uh, last couple of days. My my hands are all all greasy. I've been out working on the uh, Audi TT. We were, I was oh, replacing yeah. some axles and doing some other stuff on that, and. Uh, I should have been recording it, but I, I wasn't. I need to, we need to plug. Um, so I haven't put it in the description yet, but that's okay. Very few people watch this live, but there'll be a, a link to both of uh, of Mark's. Can I, can I say Mark? Do people call yeah, you by yeah, your real man. name? Yeah. No, okay. I, you know, I've stopped. I've stopped saying, "Hey, this is Spagiver on all the videos. It's just, "Hey, this is Mark." Just, I don't know. It felt really weird saying Spagiver. No, that's not. That's not weird on a on a no. uh, on a video no. at all but this is more like you know yeah. like we've, we've talked and i'm like i knew you as right, more right. anyway both of mark's quote-unquote spagiver's channels will be in the description um if you don't know he's got a uh did, did, did the second channel start out as a supra specific channel and then it, it turned did. into a car specific because yeah. i thought it was spagiver supra in my head it was it was okay originally. okay yep um wait hold on a second since i've watched that channel for a solid five to ten minutes total <laughs> It's like ten minutes. What, what year is that Supra? You've got um, you've got most people beat. It's a twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, that thing's ripping. Supra is pretty pretty yeah, awesome it's, car. It's a good looking car. Um, anyway, check out his backpacking channel, but also check out if you're into cars or you want to see some cool content. I like how you're doing some vlog style videos too. By the way, on your main channel. Um, yeah, this week I haven't done as many. It's been windy as hell, and it's you know how hard it is to just to be out when it's windy yeah it just it's and audio you don't you don't get yeah, any audio right, exactly yep. i uh i liked the video i saw of yours you you didn't do this recently but uh some woman like you you gave her like a gear shakedown that was pretty cool yeah. uh, I, how yeah, did that I was happen on doing more i was planning on doing more of those and i did have one other person send me some stuff but it just didn't it didn't come together very well and so i spent I spent a lot of time trying to edit it, trying to to get it to to weave together, and it just never really came together the way I wanted it. And you guys know how it is when something just isn't working. Yeah. You, just, you just trash it's it. It's a cool concept, though. Like it's a good concept. Yeah, it, and I think that done right, it could be really cool. But uh, I think the first one worked out pretty well. That was good. It, they're just they're long. They're long. That's they can be really long. I like how the woman brought a liter of, of wine <laughs> in the, like in the, uh, in like, you know, like a platypus thing. Yeah. I was like, okay, she would, she would fit in with us. She seemed cool. You didn't know this person, right? They did. They just sent you. I, I just know. I just know her off of Facebook. Okay. 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 I thought it was a pretty hilarious thing. Cause I was like, who is this person? Uh, and I was like, Oh, this is the shakedown video. And I was watching it. And then, and then she was like, oh, I got this liter of wine. I was like, Oh, She'd be she'd be fun to backpack with, and then and then you started laying into her gear, which I also thought was hilarious. What about what about like a uh, what about like a live stream gear shakedown? That's also a I good think idea. That, I think that could work really well. 
as long as the person knows that they're going to get roasted pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So. We were, uh, we were tossing around ideas for videos today and, uh, oh, yeah, this is great. Every, we included always make videos about, because people ask us these things about like how to lighten your gear and stuff. We're like, what about making a video about how to make your gear heavier to maximize the amount of fun that you're going to have? It's like what, uh, you know, what, what, ounce per unit fun is the most efficient you know because you always think about you know yeah. what reducing what ounce is the most efficient but like you know like we bring chairs like that kind of stuff like what is the most efficient way to have a heavier pack but more fun yeah i think you're like in the yeah. 12 to 14 pound range for like a base weight yeah well, that's a chair it's macgyver sometimes i was watching today because i wanted to see how bad the smoke was when you guys did it again i rewatched the last video of your um trt attempt and i remember on that trip you brought like 10 pounds of camera gear didn't you i did i brought way too much because you had a gear. drone like you had two cameras you had a tripod a full tripod <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude and that's not a flat it, it, well and like the number of, of batteries to keep everything going too. I had like six batteries for the drone, four six, for the big camera. Yeah, I, I mean, it was yeah. just, I was carrying so much crap and, and hindsight, you know, I probably would have had a lot more fun had I scrapped that and just gone with the GoPro and done it the way that I do all my other videos. Yeah. 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 I remember after that, you're like, I'm just going with the GoPro. Are you, um, I remember we talked about this last year, but are you going to try and reattempt that hike this year? Uh, I don't know about this year. I, I don't know. This year is kind of a, this one's going to be a weird year for me at this point with, uh, you know, with being unemployed. And, I know we were going to, we are not we're, really knowing what's, uh, what's up with that. We're out. And, and I mean, here's the, the, the crazy part about all of this. Um, you know, I had talked about maybe doing the AT, um, this is, Hey, you the, gotta, you gotta take advantage of fun employment. <laughs> The, the problem, though, is that I've got I've got a family. I've got a family that, that I've got to, I've got to worry that's about. Always that's always the yeah. problem, Mark. <laughs> I, I've got peace. A, <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> right. I've got a kid that's a software a sophomore in uh, in college, a senior in high school. Uh, oh, ninth, right? I say you have three kids. You have three kids, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's, and then my wife isn't working because we had her quit her job because she's going through ner to get into nursing school. So. She's doing all that right now, and uh, so it'd be a little, probably a little irresponsible of me. But uh, the ironic you know, thing, though, I'm is, like, yeah, I mean, the family thing. You obviously that that's a real thing. But like, when are you ever going to have an opportunity to be able to do it, other than being retired, right? So we, I mean, we have talked about it, and and she knew I wanted to. I, I was pretty serious about, hey, you know, we've got the time, we've got the the money set aside. I, I could do this. Um, once she gets everything settled and she's got her, her career going, uh, we'll probably make time where, where I'm able how to, how much, uh, to how, mu how much are you budgeting? We, Andy and I were talking about yeah. this yesterday. Is it, is it still a thousand bucks a month? I don't know. I don't to, to, to through hike. I would probably say for me, uh, or I would probably say a little less. I think oh. I do less of the town stops than than most people um no i would probably only hit the ones that it's actually going through not the ones that you have to go off for would yeah. you I, mean, try I, I would i would probably try to keep it to uh under under 90 days that's what that was under, oh, under days for sure but 
probably under 90. That was my next question was how long under 90 days. <sighs> yeah. I, I think that that's where I'd, I'd want to be. And I think that I'm in the shape. I, I think that I'm good enough. You know, a lot of people start off and they're having to knock out tens and twelves yeah, to get mm. themselves into shape. And I'm, I'm fairly certain that I could start with 18 to 20 and, and ramp up pretty quickly. What's the average mileage you have to do to do it in 90 days? The only one person I know that's, that I've watched do this is follow Bigfoot. Remember he did, he didn't vlog at the time, but he's the only guy I know that did it for his job. He did it in 90 days. But what do you have to average at least 20, right? I don't know. Yeah. It's probably a little over 20. And that's average. And there's yeah. going to be days you're going to go to town and get a burger and a beer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you got to go like, you got to go, you got to have like, but I'll tell you, if you do it that quick, it really does eat into the cost. I mean, you don't need a lot. If you do it really fast, you need less money. So that's fair. Yeah. Well, and you need less money back home, keeping things going. That's that's true. Yeah. You know, like a lot, a lot of people, they, they sell their house or they, they stop wherever they're renting and move their stuff into storage. But when you've got a family that's still living there, I mean, all the monthly expenses are still going on back home too. I think that's the part people don't, don't get about you know, people that have families trying to do it. Poucher said in the chat that 24 miles a day, no zeros to get to 89. <laughs> yeah, but I think there you that, go, I mean, Mark. There's definitely, there's definitely areas where you'd be slower than that. Yeah. But I mean, I even just doing weekends, was before, that 25, uh, 24 up near the Smokies, I was knocking out 25 and 26 mile days just doing weekend warrior stuff. Really? Every day though. For yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you got to put you know, some money aside for days. physical you therapy have, you when you get home. Goal, right? Yeah, have a goal. yeah, you're. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's yeah, like if you shoot it. for ninety and it's like a hundred. Well, who cares? Yeah, that's fair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because when I think about, it, I'm like, dude, five months, <laughs> five and a half months. <laughs> you know, like, we're hitting. I think it'd be, be much more enjoyable. <laughs> you know? I think it'd be much more enjoyable doing it that way, stretching it out. Every every brewery, we're hitting every town, dude. Every you know, like we're not we're not gonna be we're not gonna i doubt i'd ever be in a situation where i'd try and squeeze it in in the in my career days you know what i mean like we'll just be old guys out there or like you know like when we retire or something like that i don't know because like we have kids now and i just i couldn't even imagine leaving my wife with a child for that um at least your kids are grown up you know what i mean like ish you know we have newborns so it's like that's yeah, clearly yeah. not happening um but I would never, I don't even know if I had all the time in the world if I'd want to do it in three months. No, I'd want to stretch it out. Do you ever consider doing the PCT instead? Oh, yeah. No, actually, uh, over the last... That's where we're at. last probably four or five years, as, as the the explosion of people out on the AT has just yeah gone way, way up, uh, I've, I've really leaned more towards the other trails. You know, the... And that's... I hate to say it, but the just the attraction to the long trails is kind of killing it for me because I don't want to be out with a ton of other people that are out there. And, you know, I think the PCT attracts a little bit of a different crowd. Yeah, uh, There's a lot of a younger crowd that, that's more into the partying and, and being a little bit crazy while they're out there uh, that hit the AT. And, and it's it's easier because there's towns all the time. Are there any... Um... Are you following anyone that's doing any of these trails this year? So far this year, I, I've watched a couple of them here and there, but nothing that I'm no one that I've like said, "Oh yeah, this is who I, I need to follow." It's been a while since there's been someone that I was like, "Man, I want I really want to 
really want to follow this person. Yeah, Kyle's the only probably the last one. Yeah, Kyle's the only one I'm gonna follow this year. Yeah, until I inevitably find someone like inevitably when on YouTube that some yeah. like suggested video pops up and it's like somebody doing it and then I usually like. I'm like, oh, this person's pretty cool. But normally it, it got like, I don't know. For me, it was like like the year before COVID, uh, the, the year Frozen did it was when it, to me it was like, I know it, it's at it's more I, peaked now, but that year, like everybody was vlogging it. There was a, a Will Edge in the chat just posted there were 60 people at Gooch Shelter last night. Mm. Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> 60? I, I don't know where, which, where that is, but. Well, so the bubble like has started, right? Yeah. Isn't the AT technically like mid-March? Isn't that when like it, it gets nuts? Yeah, like March, March into April is, I think April 1st might be the, the official start of it. But I mean, it's, it's grown so much, but it's, I think that that, that period has grown as well. Are you going to do, are you going to do a typical, uh, no, no bow? Is that your, is that your thing? Cause I've talked to yeah, some people that want to do the so, so Like I've done, I've done quite a few sections of it. I've probably got somewhere between 700 and a thousand miles. Oh, done I didn't realize you'd done that much. So of I, it. I mean, I could just, I could, and, and I, the thought at one point was just go and knock off a couple of set, a couple of longer sections that mm. I've not done. I didn't realize you've done that much of it. I know you've, I've seen yeah, several videos of you doing of parts was, of it. Well, and most of it was before I was doing any of the videos. Uh, okay. I, I was just, I was just going out on the weekends. Uh, when I was living in Charleston, um, pretty much every free weekend that I had, I was going out and knocking out a weekend's worth. Is this in the, uh, the, the pro mountain biking days? Uh, no, it was a little after that. Okay. I always forget you're a pro mountain biker. I remember you telling me a story. you like, I forget you got like horribly injured. Yeah. Um, so I, the other thing I wanted to bring up because it's, it's actually rare that we talk to someone cause I think you've been, you, you've been doing YouTube longer than us. I think so. I think you have. So it's rare that we talk to someone and we've been, so we started in 2017. So we're going on five years. So you're at least five years. <clears throat> what? Six, but you're I'm pushing six. Okay. What do you, I, I remember actually I've seen some of your first, I don't know if they're still up. Some of your first videos are the mountain biking videos. Yeah. I don't know where they, are they I gone? Had some, and I don't know where they are. I, I think at one point I had found that channel and linked it somewhere, but I, I remember they used to be, they were like, they used to be on your, if you like scroll yeah, to like oldest I had, ones. I had a couple down there. I had a couple, uh, like one where I rented a bike over in London and was riding through traffic in London. What do you think of the whole YouTube thing, man? Six years. That's a lot of your life on the internet. It is. And, uh, and you put out a lot of content. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of videos out there. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you kind of sit back and you scratch your head and you go, okay, why, why is this person so successful? And why am I not successful? Yeah. And, and, you know, I was, there was a period there that I was really focused on. All right, what do I need to do to get these numbers up and to do this? And so I'm going to start doing this when I video and I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to add this in here. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'm never going to make enough money where it's worth my time right, to do yeah, that. I, right. I got to get back to just doing it because I enjoy doing right. it. Right. We, uh, and, and so I've had periods where there were, <laughs> there are breaks where there's two months without a video. Um, but then like right now I'm, I'm enjoying it. So you're cranking you know, I'm enjoying getting out and doing stuff. And, and I've got, uh, I've got a lot of content that I want to get out and there's, there's things that have got me excited again. And so uh, I have no problem going out and doing 
three, four, sometimes five videos a week. We uh, and, and that's between both channels. So I know, dude, you do put out a lot of videos. We have uh we've had these discussions like with us about what you've talked about, about like, okay, like Dan Becker is the obvious one, right? Like he just blew up and then there's been a few po there's been a few since him that have and and if you look at the style of video and you dissect it yeah. technically, like you can see, you can start to figure it out, but we fall on the same line as you. And like, this is never going to be our job. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say never, but like probably never going to be our job. So maybe let's just, let's do, let's do what makes it sustainable for us and what's enjoyable for us. If we wanted to make money, we, 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 We've purposely missed out on lots of money. Well, yeah, I mean, we get hit up by companies all the time, and we just don't care. Yeah, um, yeah. So, like, like the other day, you were talking about how all these people are hitting you up. I mean, how many, how many a week do you get that say, "Oh, hey, do a, a two minute spot, and we'll give you two thousand dollars and this portion of this." And it's so, like, where is this coming from? So, what what happens to us is we probably get one a day on average, and they're not all like. We're just going to give you thousands of dollars. It's usually, it's come to the point we have like a, a, a blank response. Basically someone will email us. It's usually, it's usually like a vendor from Amazon or a tiny company you've never heard of. And they're like, Hey, we'll give you a piece of gear in response for a video. And we're like, we don't, we don't do that. Like if you want to, A, if it's most of the time, it's not a piece of gear we care about. So we don't even want it. Right. If it is a piece of gear yeah. we care about, we're like, send it to us. And like, if we like it, I, I, I can't promise you anything other than we'll, we'll use it. I don't know if it'll get in a video, but if we really like it, we'll do video on it, whatever. Then there's this, the people who are like, I mean, we've been like, <laughs> dude, we've been downright harassed by people. I'm not even going to lie. Um, and then we, they're like, we want like, what does it take? And then if we want them to go away, we'll literally be like, we want $5,000 for a, a 30 like, second yeah. spot or something. It's awesome. Um, and and like, they, they well, never, they yeah. never bite yeah, on that's that. That's not in our Hopefully marketing budget. But, but, <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Let's and we it. haven't done, we actually haven't done a sponsored spot in a while. Yeah. What but about usually it's like, Art of the Trek? we did, we did a few with Art of the Trek and I, that was like last summer sometime. We do not do it that often. Um, yeah. But mainly it's because a we're lazy and then B, I mean, if you talk to like Dan about his process, I mean, he has got this to a business T where it's like certain things cost this much and this much based on what you do and this right. and that. And we are just never to that level. Um, we, we probably done four or five sponsored videos and it's always with companies we know. And then we kind of like, They'll be like, okay, we want two minutes. And we're like, no, we're not doing that. We'll do a minute at the beginning of the video. Or like, no, we want a minute in the middle of the video. I'm like, no, no, we're not doing that. And we kind of go back and forth. But it's only, only happened like five or six times. Um, now, the podcast gets sponsorships. To, and that's a whole other thing. Um, but most people watch the audio. But if you actually are, sorry, watch the, like, the stream or the recording of the stream. But if you go and listen to the audio of this, there is usually an ad or two that plays before it. So that's a whole other sponsorship. And that's also with like companies we, we know of, but, uh, but to answer your question, we get hit up at least on average once a day, like 90% yeah. straight garbage. Like here's a power station. Here's a, Oh yeah. You, you mentioned that the other day and I, you know, the, the, the big ones that can power your house for like four days. Do you, um, do you have your email in your YouTube bio? Uh, yeah, I think I do. Okay. Cause yeah. that, the second we did that, it was like the gates opened up. 
Yep. And it was like, hey, this is your this is your fan Ming. And we've got right. a we've got a thing and like it just We've um, got a new cooler. I remember out. so the the one and only time we ever backpacked with Frozen, which was really fun. I know you've done it at least once. Uh yeah. we were very very tiny. I don't remember how big he was, but he was he busted out his phone, he showed me and he scrolled through he, he was getting he was getting people that wanted him to advertise for like fake eyelashes or like something it was something <laughs> really weird uh and he was like he's like just at some point these companies will start hitting you up and it was many many years later and now i mean dude 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 there have been three or four of them that it's downright harassment and we've had to like block their their email address like from i mean that's not surprising at all uh like from our uh it's really weird um even then when we're like we're like ten thousand dollars for 30 seconds and they're like no no will you do will you do like a hundred dollars for 30 seconds I'm like no uh so we've had to like block them so they get kind of aggressive but uh I, another uh, another um we talked about this on the stream and i want to talk to you about this because a company reached out to us is um are you getting are you getting in on the on the the schmanion <laughs> rhymes with schmanion do you know what I'm am talking i about? getting in on it like are you getting are you are you do you know I, about the new one so, yeah, I mean, I've talked with him. That's what I meant it. by getting just, in on it. Like, do you know? Yeah, it? just I, I figured. I, I mean, I wanted to ask him what's changed since since mine because I've got I've got two. I've got one that no one else will ever have. Do you, uh, that's like, is, do you have, is like the original variant. So I have the original variant, and then I have one like I that Alex made special for me uh, in Cloud Seventy One, which I'm the only one that will ever oh, have that one. Oh, that's uh, they the won't, one. They won't make it in that. Um. So I, I reached out to, to Dutch and I said, Hey, I see you're posting all this stuff. When's it coming out? What, what are the changes? What's different than on mine? So he gave me kind of the, the rundown. And so I've got a video that's, that's sitting waiting for. Oh, his okay. Stuff to actually, okay. Then I won't, uh, I won't, I won't ask you to splurge the details. Cause I still don't know. We got it. Oh, I didn't read it. Oh yeah. We oh, have it. Okay. <laughs> we won't, we won't, we won't spill the beans. You've got a video coming out that talks about it. Right? I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, just a, just an update saying, Hey, here's, you know, he's finally coming out with it. You know, here were the problem. Cause I've been following along. I, I've known what the issues were all along with, with getting it back out. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's something that a lot of people have been waiting a long time for. And I think people are, uh, still skeptical whether or not it's actually going to come out oh really i mean even people that that know know dutch uh pretty well like the other day i saw a post on facebook someone was asking about it and he's like oh yeah it'll be it'll be another two weeks and the guy's like really and he's like oh that's just the standard response at this point oh yeah. okay i didn't know that uh andy just pulled up the email where he sent us the because we, we asked the same thing we're like what's different about it and uh but we won't We'll let we'll let Spagiver get those clicks. Yeah, he can have all those clicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about actual backpacking. Um, I did see that you were. Were you just? I just saw you were in like. What are you? You had some videos that you were in Sweden. I was. Yeah. This is is this with your pre prior employer because you're like was, yeah. every I time I to, see a video from you, you're like somewhere. Oh, you were with the Swedish Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have a good Air Force? Oh. Uh, they're uh, underfunded. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're. Are they getting jets? Well, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, it's just like a, a, all of the EU is bumping their budget up. Yeah. Um, 
sure. But so I know, I know you're, you're no longer with that employer, right? That's correct. So you're, uh, I'm, what I'm getting at is your Europe travels. I don't know if you're backpacking Europe. So what do you got on the slate? Like, and are you taking advantage of being unemployed from a backpacking stance? I know you're not doing the AT next week. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's actually a lot tougher than you would think. Yeah. Being unemployed and and actually trying to find a job. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. gets, gets somewhat stressful, especially when, um, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but the, the level that I was at trying Mm -hmm. to find stuff that, that doesn't, you're pretty high up. Yeah, I, I was the president of the company when <laughs> he was the highest when everything went down. So yeah, um, so it's 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 tough because you don't want to take a, a hit that's going to kill right. the way that you're you've lived. Right. Uh, so there's not as many jobs. I mean, if I was if I was my son, you know, it's easy. If you lose a job, you just go out and get another yeah another job paying twenty bucks an hour. It's it's there's a ton of them out there right yeah. now because people don't want to work. Um, and I've had, I've had some really, really good interviews. I've got one that I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Um, and a lot of what I've been looking at is actually outside of the industry that I've been in. Oh, really? I, I, I'm a little bit, uh, sick of the way things go in that industry. And so uh, I've been kind of looking a little bit outside at things that are either adjacent or completely different. Um, you know, I interviewed for a uh, president of a, a school of mathematics and, and science. So, oh shit! I was about like to a, ask you if you would tell some of the like oddball like ones. Eleventh and twelfth grade uh, in residence STEM school is is really what it was, and so um, I've made it past the first round of interviews there. There's going to be a minimum of that's, three rounds. That's a pretty cool yeah. gig. Yeah, I mean, and I think those are the kinds of things that you know I, I like education. You know, I like space, so I've been looking at some space things. Uh, inter- interviewed with a company that's that's putting uh, putting together houses, modular houses that they'll be able to uh, install in a Mars colony. Oh, so, this is pretty cool. Lots, I, lots of different things. Yeah, I don't think we've ever actually, and we don't have to, but we haven't ever discussed like what your previous sect of employment was but i guess you can probably get a hint at what he just said um but it's kind of cool that you're uh you're looking at something that maybe is like related or is like totally i mean principal yeah. of a school principal survivor right. you better make every yeah. single one of your students subscribe to your youtube channel <laughs> you get an instant instant bump right there if you're a principal of a school do you That's get idea. do you still get the summers off you could definitely through hike then that's a great question. I don't know if you do, if you're running this. Like you're an administrator. I, I think it depends, but I would say it gets split. Like the duties get split a lot between the, the administration. So, uh, there's definitely time. Have you, um, I think about this sometimes and I'm not in any place where I'd like to do it, but have you thought about like a career in the outdoors? Not YouTube. I have. Uh, I I did apply for one and uh, got an immediate no, which kind of shocked oh, me. Oh, really? Was, was it the CEO of REI? <laughs> no, no. Um, I, retail doesn't. <laughs> He's not getting the green vest. You're not getting the green vest, huh? No, it was actually a uh, a worldwide um, like survival and, and uh, training type school. Yeah. Um, teaches like navigation and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. I feel like you Which, would be qualified for that sort of thing. Well, I think because 
my resume isn't really, I didn't tailor the resume to it. Mm. I used kind of my standard resume and then addressed everything in the cover letter. Uh, are you still, are we still doing cover letters, Mark? Is that a thing still? Uh, it depends. I think it depends. Uh, you know, I did a lot of interviewing people and a lot of hiring over the last few years. And I, I'll be honest. You're not very reading people, them. You're not. Very few people sent them in and you read even fewer. So okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I've been in a hiring position before and like they were nice and, you, and that doesn't look like it counts against you, you know, but it's but like, it doesn't really gave me any extra points. <laughs> right, I've, right. I've hired so many people and I've never gotten a cover letter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We normally would get them. I've never gotten one. I would read him some. I like his response. You get few and you read even fewer. <laughs> I would, I, my, my, but my point was like, what about like a, like a job with like the forest service or like, uh, I don't know. The, a hot the, shot. And the next, yeah, yeah you go fight fire. But, but then I was like, well, I know, I don't know if you're interested in relocating. I mean, you've got three kids there that are probably in the school. I, you're probably not leaving. I know where you're at now. I won't say it, but you're, I'm assuming you're not like well, going to relocate. I, I, I am. I mean, uh, so, and that's part of the difficulty of this whole thing is that, uh, with everyone pretty much rooted into what they're doing here, they'd be staying and I'd be, I'd be probably getting an apartment and, uh, okay. flying back, flying back, back, and forth. back and forth every once in a while. Okay. Well, that uh, at least like, like the job I'm interviewing for tomorrow is in the, uh, Salt Lake city area. That's a great area. Yeah. You can go backpacking with Devin. I know. You got to tailor your uh, job prospects around where the best <laughs> backpack. It's funny because the company I work for has a big office in Salt Lake City, too. But we're like pretty remote still. Uh, mm -hmm. So no one's going there. But I was telling my boss, I was like, you ever need a guy to go to Salt Lake City? I'm your guy. <laughs> um, I, will, I will take that bullet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Uh, but I don't even know, like. I, don't, I always think about like, what would I, what would you do for the Forest Service or something? I, I don't even know. Like administrative or like, would you want to be out there like cutting trail, like doing trail it things? Point, checking I, point, I, I definitely would have like a, yeah. a, you know, like a Ridge Runner type thing yeah. in the Smokies or something like that. I think would have been would have been cool as a, a lot younger guy. Um, problem is the, the pay. I mean, it's just, well, all these jobs pay. Very low, yeah. Yeah. lower yeah, than you. Yeah, yes, I know. It's like a to me. It's like um, I think it'd be cool, like get to a place where I could retired a part-time if that makes sense you know and just for benefits and like a side income sure. i'm nowhere near that point currently but like i think that would be cool the other thing is like you know we live in columbus ohio and those jobs are basically non-existent i thought you could be like a park ranger at the metro park that's like the closest thing. i think mark would be a good park ranger though that'd be, that'd be kind of a cool job i don't know yeah they, they have legit park rangers in our metro parks I know. I know they're like strapped and stuff. I know, <laughs> but I thought like you know if I were if I were to lose my job, if I could make the same amount of money in something in the outdoors space, which would be difficult. <laughs> um, no, I, not impossible. Me, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> not impossible though. I'm, I'm not talking like working for the government, but like there are companies that they do things related to that, like like the like you know what you brought up with the, like survival training and stuff, which is you know private company, but it's related to the outdoors. And like that'd be cool. It'd be cool to be outside for a living, you know, versus sitting in front of a computer, which is what I'm sure I don't know. You you at least got to travel a lot with your old job, but it was probably like a, quite a bit. You was probably like a computer like a computer based job where you're staring at screens for the most part. Um, I'm like that would be pretty cool to like uh, I don't know not have to do that, but 
making money is also cool. Yeah, that that last that last Europe trip, I definitely took advantage of and got out got out while I was in Sweden, got out while I was in the UK. Uh, you I had many the trips time, in last, the UK. Yeah, yeah, but I hadn't hit uh, like I'd hit Scotland, I'd hit England, I hadn't hit Wales, so I hit Wales last time I was out there. So, uh, and, you, and it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Did you ever do any backpacking in Ukraine? There's a lot of funny comments no. Ukraine related right now going on. I do want. I really am fighting back at talking to you about like air combat somebody would like to talk about that hold on hold on jake colvin commented and said did i miss the COVID in ukraine talk because that's why i tune in to this backpacking (laughs) podcast (laughs) really guys we're gonna get there i gotta do a little bit of outdoorsy Uh, stuff uh, here's a combination uh from scott foster do you feel if vladimir putin was forced to hike the at he would have turned out to be a better person (laughs) additionally would he have been a camp chair person yes i was actually gonna ask you though did you ever did you have any experience with the ukrainian air force prior to all this because you go to you like interface with various of these Um, that's that's true any eastern european ones at all uh like poland some some but not that i can really talk about right well, now do they have a, okay i knew we would eventually get to that point but like i know there's stuff you probably can't talk about but i didn't know I, I i was like he probably knows something about what's going on over there from an air combat perspective i don't know you gotta dominate the skies I, all i heard is everyone wants the u.s to do a no-fly zone and i'm like um i, I kind of know what that means it's probably it probably means we're getting into war though is that what that means I mean that that is essentially exactly at, at this point the the problem is there's there's so many variables that are attached to this um let's unpack that chi- I mean China being a a big one and and I think this is a a test run I, I think China backed and now we're going down a whole nother no, path No this is good no China, China backed Russia right um, you know kind of stood behind them said hey you know gave them that little that little nudge that they needed to do this and so I think they're using it to see how the global community reacts to it so they can go take they over want Taiwan. Taiwan. They want Taiwan, yeah. right? I yep. So I was thinking about that, and I don't know anything about Taiwan, but I'm under the impression that Taiwan is like backed much more heavily than Ukraine is by the West. Is that true? I would say... The, I mean, there's reasons that the Ukraine is is pretty well backed, though they are a, a leader in a lot of uh, a lot of areas, a lot of things that we use, you know, sunflower seeds, sunflower oil, neon uh, gas. I didn't know that. Big yeah, enough. different uh, like heavy metals uh, come from are, are very prevalent there. Um, and and there's there's a thought that you know if if Russia gets away with this, how where are they going to stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And so I, I think that there's a lot of Western countries there in the in the EU that are concerned and a little bit a little bit nervous. And it it only takes one that has uh, the balls to step up and and do something. And and this is going to get really nasty really quick. How how do you see this unfolding? Well, I think right now Ukraine is doing a really good job of destroying russia i mean just no one expected destroying... that right right yeah no and uh, hey I, I had i had arguments with people you know they were talking about how oh uh, well you know ukraine armed all their citizens so 
their citizens are fighting back. And it's, and I was like, look, U.S. has a lot of guns, but if there's an invasion, if China comes and invades us, they've got manpower, they've got technology, there's the aircraft, there's the ground-based stuff like tanks, uh, you know, a gun's not going to do anything against yeah, yeah, yeah. a jet a, a right. jet with rockets on it. But you, you start watching what's going on over there, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm to some extent being proven wrong because they are. They're, they're destroying the tanks. They're taking down planes. Uh, you know, it's happening, and, and I don't think anyone expected it to go the way that it's going. Putin, least of all. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's kind of cool that, that a country that really wasn't given much. Oh, and I think the most impressive thing out of all of it is uh, the leadership that what the president of the Ukraine has shown. I mean, think back in our history. What was the last president that you could see strapping on a flak, yeah. black jacket, going out there? picking up a weapon and being a part of, of defending the country. No, they'd be in a bunker. Yeah. They'd yeah, be yeah. hidden away. It just wouldn't happen. And so it's, there's a little bit of respect there. And I mean, their entire country is on the line. And I mean, even if they win it, they, they've lost a tremendous amount. Uh, you know, infrastructure has been damaged so badly. But I think that this is just kind of the, uh, like I said, I think this is kind of a, a thing that China's waiting to see how it how it all goes down, how everyone reacts. And the fact that there hasn't been much NATO or uh, allied force type reaction, um, I don't know. I don't know what, what this does in the future. There are so many things I want to unpack about what you said. And I, I do want to come back to the China invading well, the U.S. I also, scenario. I also want to say is. <laughs> It's probably it's probably a fair assessment to say too that the Ukraine is also putting up a pretty awesome fight too because of the amount of like weapons. I that heard are being flooded the U.S. There. gave them yeah, that's true. sixty million rounds of ammunition. Did the people the NASCAR Association sent a million rounds? <laughs> what? I did not hear that. I was on the news. NASCAR gave them a million rounds. Yeah, I think they were still trying to figure out the logistics. They purchased it all of getting it over there. Uh, so I must do. You, do you think Russia did not expect this sort of um, uh, all these countries getting behind Ukraine? They they couldn't have expected that, right? No, and I mean, I think that they're they're trying to say, oh, well, this is this is an act of war because you're supporting them, mm. but. You know, I, it's it's a tough one. What, so what? So in my head, Andy is confirming <laughs> that in fact NASCAR Hall of Fame owner Richard Childress donated one million rounds of. So it wasn't a NASCAR, but you know, a NASCAR Hall of Famer, uh, Richard Childress, did <laughs> okay. donate one million rounds of ammunition to the Ukrainian Armed Forces. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. Should we have a live stream fundraiser? <laughs> we will do shots of bourbon, uh, hundred dollars to the Ukraine. Buy a bunch of twenty-two for him. <laughs> Um, how do you think this realistically ends though? I mean, I mean, so I, I'm going to, my prediction is that there's a, in the news today, there's, there seems to be some movement and some compromise. I have a feeling Ukraine's going to lose some land. And, like, do you think uh, that's how it ends? Yeah. They're going to lose. But some like, land. are they going to lose Crimea and then the contested areas that yeah. were basically Russia anyway? Yeah. And then they're not going to, they're not going to be able to join NATO or the EU. I think that's what happens. Do you think that's a win for Ukraine? I do. I I don't know. I, I think that that may be a win for 
for Russia. For Russia. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the NATO piece that. Well, that's what they say. I, I, that's what they say. But then, cause everyone's like, Oh, Putin's been saying no NATO, no NATO. And then they confirmed like two weeks before the invasion. Zelensky's like, yeah, I don't think NATO's on the table. And then Putin goes in anyway. So then it's like, wait, wait, wait. So I guess yeah. you just really want to expand your empire. <laughs> Is that the reason for Russia invading Ukraine to like, reunify the ussr like what's the or is it just to take their natural resources like what's the real reason do you know i don't know i really don't because it's kind of i i didn't before all this started i didn't realize like you brought up that ukraine is a it's huge um and b it's got a lot of like it's got a lot of stuff it's got some oil mm-hmm. it's got like it's got like well, things yeah. that are yeah that, I, are, that would be profitable for russia to have and sweet. another thing that um, someone brought up that I was watching was um, Russia historically, right? Gets invaded every like 50 to a hundred years. Well, they're, uh, and they get invaded through the area that is Ukraine, uh, like Germany, Napoleon, they all come in through that area and like they want it as a defensive point. I'd never heard that. I was like, Oh, that's true though. They, they do get invaded a lot historically. <laughs> I, th- I think the only, the only thing that people have, tried piecing together is that expanding the original Russian empire, not the USSR. Yeah. But I think, I think the, I think the big thing that, that, uh, Putin didn't count on was the backlash within his own country. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I, I think that he thought he had, he had the support of everybody and and that turns out not to be the case whatsoever. I saw some, uh, some article this morning, like the, we're taking their yachts. Yeah. The, like the, the, whoever the head intelligence guy in Russia was that made the assessment that they would just roll in there and take over, he's uh, been disappeared. He's been disappeared? Yeah. yeah. Like that. I have been most surprised, and I, I don't know if this is how Russia does invasion, but like how bad the equipment is that they've been rolling in there and like how derelict everything is. And like, I don't know if their strategies get all the crap out there first and then the good stuff comes in, but like they throw the conscripts and like the old tanks from the seventies and eighties in there first. And then I don't know. I don't think they've got the good stuff that people think they just not have that. That's part of it. I I think that they just don't have that much. Well, yeah. How how good, how good is their air force? Can you talk about that? Russia's. A lot. I mean, the very, very little that I had ever dealt with theirs, uh, their stuff is broken all the time. Okay. They they hardly ever have functional aircraft because it's just so badly taken care of. How good are those Sugoi jets? How good are those? Oh, they're. I mean, they're they're good. When planes. I would ever play Ace Combat, those things yeah. come at you left and right. <laughs> yeah, that's what they use, right? In the uh, MIGs. Yeah, I mean MIGs and yeah. Yep. Are make but like are our fighters like are our fighters just like like are they first off is like a is a comparable American fighter better than a comparable Russian fighter? I know it's a weird question because I'm saying comparable, but like I don't know what the I don't does Russia have an F thirty five variant comparison or like an F twenty two one? Like are our planes that much better than them? Like do you know? It's it's been a while since I've I've really looked into what they what they actually had. Uh, and what the capabilities were, but since the 22 came out, there's okay. not much, there's not much in the world that, I mean, we're asking most technical. people are dead before. 
air most, combat Most people questions. are dead before they know that the F-22 is even in the air. F-22 is yeah. that good. It's that good. Because everyone talks about the F-35. Is this like the first, if the, if the, um, if the media is the F-22 was, the Hornet? No, it's the F-18. If the, if, that, yeah. if the coverage is correct, is this the first time that there's been like a dogfight since like Vietnam or something like that? It's been a really, really long time. Yeah. Wow. I was, uh, I have friends that text me like, I don't even know dogfighting was a thing. I was like, yeah, I've been playing Ace Combat. <laughs> <laughs> they got missiles. <laughs> You know, just because they have missiles instead of guns doesn't mean there isn't dogfighting anymore. Because <laughs> that's happening right now, right? Like, like we're yeah, it like, it's going oh, on. It legit is, yeah. It's kind of. I mean, it's it's kind of cool. It's not cool, but well, and it's because neither side has has the the super advanced technology that would make it. So, like, obsolete. are you saying if we rolled our jets in there, it wouldn't even be like a it comp- wouldn't be a fight? Really, it it's like that disparate. Okay, I didn't yes. realize that. That's pretty cool. Until until China gets involved, because if we roll in, how good is China? So and that's that's how good are they? It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. And and that's that's part of the whole thing is is you never know how much China really has and how much of its bullshit propaganda. Yeah. I want to come back to the invasion of America scenario. <laughs> so how good? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Pistol calibers. What are you doing with a 380? You were on our last stream. I know you were there, but do, were you there for the conversation about this? I think I came in like right at the end. Of the, so what happened was uh, there was a, like a month ago, um, an Iditarod sled dog team was out practicing and they got attacked by a bull moose and it mauled all the dogs. And the the woman who was in charge of the dog team was carrying a 380 and emptied the entire magazine into the animal and it did and it like didn't even flinch. Right. So that's right. where this this and then we got into a whole <laughs> conversation about calibers and all yeah, that I came stuff. In, I came in where you were talking about 10 millimeters and, the, okay. you know, what, where does the 10 millimeter this, fit um, in So the, this whole conflict right now, and I've been talking to, like, my, my friends, like, they go off about the military. They call it the the relative war machines of the company. Like, the Russian war machine is on, is on display right now <laughs> going into Ukraine. And the whole conversation revolves around how much better the American war machine is than anything right now, including China. And then we got into like, what if a country invaded the U S and how it it would, it it seems impossible like to do it with ground troops. You're coming in either from the sea or you're coming in through Mexico or Canada. You're never coming in through Canada. That's, that's never happening. I don't know. I, right. Maybe Mexico, but then you got to fight through the most heavily armed population that's ever existed in the world. But but you're also assuming that everybody's just going to take up arms and just go to town. No, but um, a lot will. Sure. Um, but, but to Mark's point too, if they roll in with armor, I know it's like, your point is if they have uh, a plane, it doesn't matter anything. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's like it seems impossible that we could ever be invaded. Like, would you say that's true? I would say that there's definitely deterrence out there, but as and this is this is where like early, kind of tying back to, you know, I, I was talking about how space is is pretty cool. Yeah, space is now a piece of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where space there are wars. satellites up there that that are not just satellites. Yeah, that have true weapons on them that 
it's going to get to the point where at the press of a button, you could take out key infrastructure of a, of a different country without them knowing that anything had happened. Do we have directed energy weapons? Do we have these capabilities? Uh, Do you know, dude, he knows things. You don't have to do well, I, okay. I, 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 well, I, I watch some of those live. Like, uh, I mean, I can, I can definitely like, I can see that we have satellites that have like nukes in them or something, well, you know, well, I, mean, I don't even know if, if that's what you're talking about. about. It, there's a reason, there's a reason that we went from just having the air force to now also having a space. force. No, that makes sense. That makes sense that, you know, the new frontier of battle could be, you know, a higher, yeah. but that makes total sense. I just, it's scary to think that some country has a satellite up there that could just focus and just eliminate our power grid with the click of a button. You you got to watch the live like SpaceX Falcon nine launches where they're like, we can't, uh, we can't video this once it gets above a certain, uh, cause they have probably elevation have all sorts because, of stuff in there because this is a classified mission. Who do you, do you think that the, the country that poses the most threat to us is China? I think for several reasons. Yes. What are those reasons? I think just uh, technologically, they're probably the closest match. Yeah. Uh, manpower wise, they they, got a lot they of people. overwhelm us. They got a lot of people. And then, and then the fact that they control our economy. Yeah, I mean, that's could, also could, a problem. They could financially destroy us. Yeah, but yeah. They, they, they there's no way it they could financially while. destroy us without them financially destroying without themselves. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. My next okay. My next question is, and I don't I don't understand. I but, don't, but when you're crazy. But when you're absolutely batshit crazy, like Putin. how far do you go? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. China is it? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm so far out of my league with discussing China. At, at least right now, it appears China's motivated by money. At least they're smart. Yeah, yeah. Putin, why? Putin doesn't why seem good to does be motivated China? By this is a stupid question. I don't know the answer to. Why does China want Taiwan? Because it's I true. I I haven't researched it. Okay. I, I, th- I, 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 I just know that it's a. It's I know a, they want it. It's definitely a chess piece right now. Yeah, it's they, it, it was a it was. Gosh, I don't want to say this wrong, but I mean, because you can't even you can't even say China ta- Taiwan's a country, not not to China, right? Did you see that Russia did that? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, speaking, Russia was listing off all the countries that they were opposing, and they listed Taiwan as a country. Here, here, like, what did you just a, say? Here's, here, here's a new one that somebody I, I saw this online in the new Top Gun that's coming out with Tom Cruise. In the original Top Gun, he had a patch of the Taiwanese flag on his like flight. Oh his, yeah, you want to release that jacket, movie in China? And they, that's they, coming they to, off. They had to take it off for the uh, for that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. How we have just. Not we, but we have just bent over backwards for the Chinese market economy. Uh, yep. From I mean, in Hollywood is now the now it's like professional sporting leagues, uh, but Hollywood was the first one to like really bend it over for China, um, like John, hardcore. John Cena. Yeah, not even that. It's just like we are now making movies to appeal to you know specifically to the Chinese audience because it's a big it's a bigger audience than we are right. you know and they've got money to spend right. and then it goes into yeah. like the NBA and like um all sorts of companies are just trying to eat that piece of the pie and uh yeah it's kind of scary cuz co- if anything covid showed us we're probably too dependent on them for things too dependent on everybody yes um and, and then one thing i know about taiwan is a, a lot of our goods are produced in Taiwan, and I believe a lot of like the semiconductor chips come through Taiwan. I knew that's a okay. like a, it's a big a, deal. That's a that's a big deal right now, but that's like part of the a 
piece of the pie. But the, the one thing I've kept hearing was what you alluded to was like, if Russia can take Ukraine and nobody cares, China's taking Taiwan. And uh, yeah. then where does it stop? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I had read something recently and there's I think there's like two other like countries in in kind of that limbo zone as well that. Uh, oh, really? I think, I think Iran is involved with with one as well. So I, I don't know. I, again, I haven't done a ton of research just reading through. You're pretty knowledgeable stuff. on this stuff, though. I'll give you that. I'm about to ask you what controls the gas price next. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> be prepared. What, what's your average? What do you you got good gas prices out there? Probably better than most. I would if I would uh, figure it would be. It, well, and I think I think we're probably uh, like high threes for regular. Yeah, that's mid good. That's good. For, for a premium and then uh e85 has gone up significantly as well oh really which which is which is funny and shows shows how interconnected everything else is and that this isn't just an oil issue right um but yeah i was paying like because i i do a lot i do an e85 blend in my car and uh so i was like a dollar 85 for a gallon of e85 and it's up to like 350 right now Wow. So do you think some of it is oil companies gouging us? It's got to be right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think, well, I think the inflation rates that we're seeing right now, uh, capitalism is absolutely to blame. Yeah. We talked about that. If you look at the, if you look at CEO, pretty liberal statement you just made there. I I totally agree. By the the way, I totally agree. You've got, you've got to, the whole country needs to get out of this. Yeah. Red and blue, black know, and white. You gotta call it out. And, and and look at the truth. Find the truth. And the truth is, there's never been a time in history where the gap between workers and CEOs has been higher. Now he sounds like a Bernie Sanders, a Bernie bro. And I agree with all of this, by the way, 100%. I think capitalism is a brain to blame for this, you know, greed that we see. Yeah. Um, for sure. But then I don't know how you fix it, right? Unfortunately, the government yeah, has that. to get involved. Uh, yeah, that's not happening. And what we're seeing, oh, by the way, it's way worse in countries like Russia with their oligarchs, and it's getting really bad in China. It's not just bad in the U.S. It's it's bad well, here. And that's the thing is, still, this is the best country. I, mean, I know, without right, a doubt. Right, right. I mean, I, I've gone, I've gone all over the world, and and we're just now dealing with high gas prices. Europe has been dealing with high gas prices for decades. That's the, all these I hear. Yeah. The problem is people don't, people don't think about it because they say oh, they see signs and it's a dollar 75. It's a liter well, though. Per liter. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. per liter. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now we're talking about that's a Euro translate that over to a dollar. And, and you know, it's, Hey, we've had great gas prices for a really long time. At least our, um, at least our energy economy is not dependent on Russia. Like several of those countries are over there, you know? Well, but that's the, the funny part is that, uh, you know, the oil companies are blaming this on Russia and depending on what source you look at it, somewhere between four and 8% of our oil. Right, actually not comes a lot. From Russia. Yeah. So how are we seeing a 50% or a 35% increase in prices based off of 8% of our, our supply? It's just, it's a reason for them to be able to say, Hey, uh, we're paying more, so 
you were going to pay more. I know, I know, I hate it. And then you can, you can. Um, it's not just gas prices. It's companies use this under the guise yeah. of inflation that like everything's up. So it's inflation yep. like that. You're just you're raising your prices. <laughs> yeah, just stop raising your prices. Well, and, uh, and my my wife actually was reading a, a story that she shared with me that uh, there's another another thing that's that's out there now that it's it's not just inflation. It's I think the term is like smallflation or something like that. Uh, but it's where rather than raising prices, they're just shrinking the size. Oh, shrink, shrinkflation. So, so yeah, shrinkflation. Yes. Okay. So instead of it being, uh, you know, one Charmin roll is equal to three and a half yeah, normal yeah, yeah. ones. Now it's only. They've been doing normal. this well before yeah. all this happened. I know. Oh yeah. yeah it's, it's just, but it's gotten, it's now being recognized a little bit more, I think. It's kind because of, of everything else. It's kind of terrifying. You'd think it'd have to, Hey, the fed raised interest rates today. Yay. That's our one hey, little thing. Hey, I meant to tell you too. Uh, do you see based on the last podcast, we got constitutional carry. We did. <laughs> we did. By the way, I don't know if you were there for our, <laughs> Is that just because you guys, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it got yeah, signed. Yeah, we it, dude, it got signed like Good two job. days ago. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have that? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, it passed here like, uh, about a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Um, so we didn't have when I lived in South Carolina, we didn't have it. So I had my uh, concealed carry permit. But uh, yeah, out here they've they've kind of always had the the open carry thing. But yeah, it's just I, I don't know. I find open carry to be a weird it's thing. Kind of weird, right? It's kind, <laughs> kind of, of a weird. It's thing. a little weird. Have you um? And you don't have to answer this. Have you ever carried backpacking? No. Okay. That, I, I'm not. People in the city. People on the street scare me a whole lot more. For sure, but those people go backpacking. Those people, anything I've ever seen. Those people, seen. <laughs> those no, people can be in the woods. And, and you know, I've, I've passed that guy with that that drop. Dude, <laughs> that was so. I was with my wife. It was I've 2011. Passed, they were the nicest guys, and they had like Glock 17s drop leg. I'm like, uh, hey, that's not comfortable to hike with. Come on. <laughs> and like, why is this in the drop leg? Like, come on. I don't. I don't have anything against people. No, no, it was it wasn't like. And, and if you if you're in Alaska, if you're somewhere that has grizzlies or some other predator, you know, up up near Yellowstone, and there's there's huge wolf issues, absolutely carry. I mean, but what, but if you're in what do you carry in Oklahoma? <laughs> right, if you're going what's into that? okay, last question, and then we'll shut this down. If you're going into you can't. <laughs> yeah, you just want a simple, effective way to kill yourself when you're getting eaten alive. <laughs> Maybe a twenty-two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> take like a BB gun. Um, all right, man. This has been pretty fun. Um, thank you for talking to us, yeah. dude. This is always a good time. I uh, always have a good time. Maybe next I'm time glad we got to do this live. The first time we did this, it wasn't live. Maybe I'm glad next we got to do this we live. Talk about hammocks. Once the band. No, we talked. We a solid first half of this podcast was about backpacking, and then we got into geopolitics. <laughs> but he he like knows. You like are, I mean, I don't know you I don't know, know you know more I'd say than the average person because of your military background. So it's a it's a fair topic of conversation. Um, all right, everybody, Mark, sir, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Um, keep me. us uh, keep us posted on what happens career wise, or if you decide to you know go off and do the AT in ninety days, let us know, man. Um, other than that, anything else? No. All right, no. bye bye, everybody. Bye.